And a one, and a two, and a three. Michael Bow! That's it, man! Look at Michael Bow! That's it! 
drowsy. But you know what? He's a firecracker and he's full of love. And he's going to entertain us all tonight. Look at him there. All the way from Otterville. It's time to shout to everybody. I got in at the end there. It was fun. I see what you mean. He does smile a lot when he's playing. <laughs> he loves it. He loves yeah, playing drums. It. I tell you, it's an infectious thing when you watch Michael play, play drums because he's having so much fun. You uh, just love awesome. it, Michael, eh? Yeah, it's a good time over here. <laughs> just tickling. I really game. enjoy it. You know, I normally would uh, pussyfoot around the issue for a bit in li on Life from the Dutch Hall. You know, get to business because it's a professional program and, and such. And but today, today, I cannot. We're going to have to lead with the elephant in the room. <laughs> and by the elephant in the room, I am talking about Dave Charters. That is... Uh, <laughs> is, that a, oh, yeah. is that a reference to my size? Well, the size of my trunk, probably. No, uh, Paul, can you pan... <laughs> yeah, get out on him. It's too distorted. If you can give a, like a wider shot on Dave. Um, just like... Get, pan out and use the mouse wheel. Yeah, anyways, just go in there. There's Charters there. Go on that camera there. Oh, no, that's not oh, him. That's too close. There he is. That's good. There. Yeah. <laughs> now, look at that. This is how he comes in. If for people that are, I'm sorry for people that are listening. This is terrible for you, and I understand this. But Chargers comes in every week, and he usually gives me a pearl. He gives me something. Every week, there's some little thing, like an Easter egg, that some weeks I pick up on it on the program, and some weeks I do not. Like, some weeks I just miss it. And, I, and at the end, I'm like, damn it. Because I want to make fun of you when you come in, and I'm always like, I'll wait till the show. Because he's doing this on purpose somehow, because there's no way any human being can do this. Right? And what, I'm you, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Every week it's another weird thing you're doing, Charters, right? It looks like you got attacked by a homosexual and you did your hair. What? <laughs> you look at your hair. It's terrible. Well, you, the whole package, what you got coming in here. Let's let's just start. Uh, where do you want to start, Michael? Where do we go, top or bottom? <laughs> My first question was, are those the jo are those jogging pants there that, that Dave's wearing? Nice track pants. Now, he's wearing. What are you wearing? A nice Sanook? No. Yeah, on my feet. It's a nice. These are my old Sanooks. They're not my good Sanooks. I don't wear these ones to church. <laughs> these are my everyday Sanooks. Your everyday Sanooks. And yeah. for those who don't know what Sanooks are, they're kind of like uh, a shoe that you don't give a shit about, right? A that comfortable beach Chinook to some of you. Yeah, they're, they're boat shoes. Boat shoes is what yeah. the American girls called it. The Barbie Mansion girls called it the boat shoes. Boat Super shoes. comfortable. Yeah, these yeah. shoes have been around the world, man. Whoa. So anyways, Jared, you're wearing those shoes. No problem with that. I'm barefoot myself. <laughs> and... Uh, but then the track pants, you know, like the track pants is a statement, Michael. Michael, you brought up a good point with the track pant, okay? <laughs> you come in with, like, not only a track pant, a traditional track pant, right? Puma. It's a gray sweatpant. Yeah, great. And it's hot as fuck yeah. outside. Yeah, it's a really yeah, it's warm. it's August. Yeah. It's mid-August. I like the gray color because when you sweat, you can really see the sweat stains. Oh. <laughs> yeah. See some color if you're lucky. <laughs> okay, so also if you're going to go out to a night where you know there's going to be lots of lights in the room, we're, we're on YouTube Live right now. That's right. You know, you got hot lights, Dave, right? You're wearing these, these, they are hot. these thick <laughs> track pants. It's on a warm night in August. Uh, this air conditioner can't keep up, supplied by Bow Farms. Not a big deal. Thank you very fun. much. But, you know, uh, Charters, you decided to go with a polyester zip-up uh, jacket. Adidas. Yeah, tri-stripe. Uh, no no, shirt, no shirt underneath. No shirt at all. Just uh, <laughs> That's hot. Bare chested. Just polyester. If the hotter you get, you can just unzip it further. And you're showing off a nice gold chain. What is that? To show your riches to the peasants? <laughs> That's 18 carat. <laughs> Jerry, you know what you got to do? You got to get a gold tooth, man. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Or a grill. Maybe we can pull out one of my teeth on the show, and then I can get it replaced with a gold one. You just get gold fillings, man. Oh, okay. You like go a gold in there, crown or something. Yeah, like you go in and get a white filling. You can get a white filling. Right, you can get a mercury filling, you know, one of those like uh, or whatever they're called, the the, the silver, silver ones, ones yeah. or you can get a gold one, right? Oh, I didn't know. You and could the get white gold. one, the white ones last about five years. 
the the silver ones last i think like 10 or 15 years but they make you crazy yeah exactly right? oh. and then the gold ones last like 50 years or maybe forever or whatever because it's gold oh, yeah but it's expensive. They've never given oh. that to me as an option. Oh, yeah, she's oh. gold. Yeah, you know, the only guy I know is my friend Mike the Dentist. He's got uh, he's got only three fillings in his mouth, and they're all gold. Hmm. And he's like, you gold. know why? They never got to get gold. these replaced. Gold! Gold! <laughs> and then he just starts saying that. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great dentist. That's, that's a, a good, good idea. idea. <laughs> I'd love a gold tooth. I got, uh, I got him to Jason Allen to go to him to get a tooth pulled. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Mike the dentist. He's go. nuts out of his mind. Networking. No, but three gold teeth can't be that bad. Rich as rich as fuck. Rich as fuck <laughs> for three of them. So his license plate says. Dave's got an uncle with a gold tooth. I always thought he looked as rich as fucking guy I've ever met. <laughs> it was right up front, right? Didn't he have one oh, up yeah. front? Yeah, wow. front and center. That's very Polish mafia. You have a very Polish mafia look going on yeah, today. But, That's then, but then you got the glasses and the slick back hair. You look like you should be selling cocaine in an IT firm. <laughs> <laughs> sell, you some, sell you some coke and fix your computer. <laughs> yeah, like, you, like Johnny Depp and Blow. That's my fallback. Yeah, but he's really good with MS-DOS. <laughs> <laughs> Charters, on Thursday we did a show. How many days ago was that? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Four days ago. Yep. Right? You were clean shaven, correct? Uh, pretty close. Yeah. And now, what is this? Is this is this a beard attempt, or is this a goatee? What do you got going on there? Like, well, I just kind of let it go and clean my neck up a bit, but the sides don't really grow in. But that's is that's everything yeah. except for you you trim the neck. Just let it go. Yeah, I let I trim the neck a bit, and then whatever I whatever I pull out and, and when I have like a nervous breakdown during the day, whatever I rip out of my face, that's missing also. <laughs> so like, can I just like, can I ask you these questions about? Your appearance, your physical appearance. <laughs> sure, you can ask me anything. Because like, uh, you have you're like a real professional, right? Like you have a, you're a professional. Yeah. You have a real job that some other, would say. Other people uh, would uh, think that you have a real job, correct? Yeah. Well, you do have a real job. You have yeah, a real it's job. It's a real job. It's a with real, real job. responsibility and all that stuff. You're a grown up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, but. Uh, you look like a bum, like under a street. Like uh, sometimes you look like uh, you'd be under a overpass, you know, just uh, covered in your own feces and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's how the appearance you give off. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, uh, does that ever get you in trouble at at your place of employment? Never, never has. No one's ever said like, Dave, uh, you, are you come on bad times? You look like you're. Well, uh, one guy did. <laughs> One guy say like br brought it up. Say you look a li little bit disheveled. Yeah. Can you describe? Do you remember what you looked like at the time? Yeah. Which had, one of your looks? My hair were you? was pretty long, and I hadn't shaved in a long time, a couple months. Hair probably a year's worth of growth with no haircuts. Oh, this was like when you had the lettuce, like Ryan did, like the real like long. Yeah. Let yeah. it go, hockey hair. Yeah. And uh, that that was when a lot of people were whispering about you at Van Dyke Christmas too. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna say hey? that hey? in that fucking cart that you wore. Oh, was that the same time you were driving around in a cart? Too? Yeah, jogging pants yeah. as well to family Christmas. Questionable. <laughs> Questionable. What a dickhead. Yeah, that's when the whispers were happening. Oh man, that's might as well. You might as well like. Uh, you might as well exhume my grandparents and slap them in the face <laughs> if you're gonna wear jogging pants to Van Dyke Christmas, Dave Charters. That's disgusting. I just like to keep people on their toes. You That's know? a sin. Keep people guessing. Really? Keep guessing, yeah. What's he going to do this time? Yeah, so you do that too at work? Yeah. So I, can I, I do it in every aspect of my life. Okay. Now, you've had many looks over the years. This one, obviously, today is... Uh, <laughs> one that's special. Yeah, one I've never seen before. It really was a shocker yeah. when you came in. Like, it's... Uh, it's it's something, uh, it is really mafia. -esque. Believe it or not, I really didn't put a whole lot of time into it. How did you decide how happened. far to zip your jacket up? Yeah, exactly. Why did you stop there? <laughs> yeah. Did it get caught? Yeah, on a chest hair. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, like a little lower, we're seeing nip. It just feels comfortable <laughs> right where it is, you know? It was, it was all about comfort. Okay, but you know, you have to admit, there's pretty symmetrical space between the chain and the zipper and the neck and the zipper. Like, it's kind of, you looked at it in the mirror for a while, right? Yeah. Like one click down, one click It up. wasn't about comfort. That was about, like, it's, it's, there's too much symmetry for that to be, like, about comfort. You've, you concocted that whole outfit. I'm you, glad you're enjoying it. You really are putting together 
Like, I, I either am super worried about my friend Dave, <laughs> that he's just, like, uh, somehow... <laughs> Living his life like this, because you're now you're now locked in that. If it gets a little warmer, you can't undo it more. Your nips are showing, and if it gets a little cooler, you can't yeah. do it all the way up either. He'd look like a sausage if you did that thing all the way up. <laughs> that might have something to do with where why it's where the zipper is right now. You can't get up any further over your tits. <laughs> well, why not wear a t-shirt? I don't know. It's hot out. <laughs> is there a white beater under there or anything? It's just like bare. Because I, like, I just feel like that's not cotton. That's like a polyester or something. Yeah, it's starting to smell a bit. You're going right on the bare chest with that. Like it actually I, feels nice. It's real soft on the inside. Really, eh? Yeah. Uh. Feels nice. Mm. Anyways, I'm sorry, Dave. I, I, oh, I, don't apologize. We've, we've concentrated way too much of our efforts on this. Uh, that's for sure. If it rains later, I can throw the hood up. <laughs> what? It's wow. versatile. Versatile. Yeah. Whoa. Rolls right off. Yeah. Oh, really? Those jogs will get heavy, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that thing is going to smell, eh? Like. It already kind of does. Ah. Oh, smells like Goodwill, I bet. Hey, <laughs> 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 eh? eh, it does. Yeah. Like when you go into, like, a, and you're like, oh, a poor people store. <laughs> <laughs> you can smell it. Yeah. yeah. What do used clothes all smell like that? You go to a used clothing store, it's got that same smell. I get people probably don't invest the washing before they give them away. Yeah? Well, just instead of the laundry bin, they just go right into the Because these are the stores that smell the same Salvation Army, uh, Value Village. Oh, yeah, Value Village. Uh, Goodwill. Yeah. Uh, there's a place in Oakland, uh, uh, Mackenzie yeah. Creek. Mackenzie Creek. Yeah, it smells like that too, right? It's used clothes. It's old people's polyester from the 70s and death that's soaked into the clothes. And you can smell the <laughs> the smell of dead people's clothes. Yeah, it Hot wasn't falls. the breathe easy material yet. No. That polyester soaks up death. It's right in there. Yeah. <laughs> you can smell. Because you picture those guys when they were wearing those suits, you know. They weren't just wearing them to, like, their like to like baptisms and stuff like that back in the 70s you dress up when you're going out to party They're right them everywhere. if you're going to some sort of a swinging like like yeah, a yeah. fishbowl party where you put your keys in the fishbowl and then you fuck your buddy's wife or whatever back in the 70s where they used to do that you're wearing those polyester suits you're dancing on the floor you're fucking and all that stuff you got your yeah. friend's jizz on the back of it <laughs> right yeah <laughs> that's a that's a that's what you're buying at the old goodwill eh mm-hmm. Some old guys, like, because uh, it was like a young guy was wearing it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just kept them around because those are the pants where he was fucking awesome when he was doing all those orgies <laughs> in the 70s. <laughs> and now he's, like, still in, like, maybe he was, like, in his, like, uh, 40s, like my age in the 70s, right? Wearing those polyester <laughs> things, going fucking younger girls than he should have, right? Just freshly divorced or something. And then he's just, like, di- never got out of that. He was stuck in that face till he's, like, 90. Just rode it out. Yeah, rode that out. Yeah. Those same pants. Just kept wearing the same suit. Kept saying the same lines to the girls. Kept the. Uh, right, you know what right, else probably right. smells like that is like a uh, band's like wardrobe, like Kiss's wardrobe. Oh, yeah. oh, James Brown suit. Yeah, wow. probably has the same Yikes. smell. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. they said. Uh, I heard a guy that worked at Lulu's. He was a drummer that played at Bushstock, and uh, he had uh, he played a lot of. He was used to be in the Lulu's house band, right? Oh yeah. And uh, James Brown would come in, and he would um, he would uh, not bring a band, you know. He would just come in with uh, himself, and you'd have to. No, sorry, this is Chuck Berry. Yeah. It's Chuck Berry. I'm sorry, Chuck Berry, and he come. He would uh, play in the same suit. It was like a purple suit or something like that, polyester. And he'd just come in, drive himself in like a Cadillac, and then he'd uh, he just ask the house band if they knew what they were playing, and he goes, the guy was great and everything but he just stunk like you never smell anything so bad he said because that same suit traveled with him show after show after show he never got cleaned it's like your hockey equipment it would smell like hockey equipment that's a a tough one yeah right yeah Yeah, and kiss too would be a good example because kiss has to wear like big fucking boots and like jumpsuits yeah yeah yeah. those things are gonna stink you know it'd be like hockey equipment i imagine hockey gears really bad the gloves are terrible yeah. Hockey gloves are some of the worst. Can you imagine like uh gold dust uh oh, suit? That zip up <laughs> that zip up suit. suit. <laughs> he wears it for every match. Yeah. It's just like a fucking stinky suit, gold yeah. suit. You know what's a stinky one around the farm? The uh, rain suits. 
Oh, rain suits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a different they, smell, though. They, it's like yeah. the inside of a rubber glove. Yeah. 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 You know what? <laughs> you know what was in there, though, eh? Because if you fart in it, it doesn't go away. <laughs> it stays right in there. Yeah, that was one of the things about uh, about farting in a rain suit is that um, you would get the you would get it in waves, you know, because oh. it would have to find its way out. <laughs> especially up into your nose. Yeah, you'd you'd have especially if you had the tops and the bottoms on, because oh, yeah. sometimes it would get up through the pants, come out through your armpits, but then it's still gotta go through the jacket now. <laughs> Dutch oven yourself. So you get it coming out of your sleeve, you get fart. You get it out of your neck hole, you get fart. Three rows later. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Yeah, you, you don't even, you forgot you farted, and you're still getting the fart surprise you. <laughs> That's right, eh? Only people that work in tobacco. You ever work tobacco, Shaz? Yes. Yeah, you did, right? You know about farting in a rain suit. <laughs> early, uh, early lead for, a title, for the title of the show, yeah, eh, Michael? Farting in a rain suit, yeah. Farting in a rain suit. Well, we should get to a segment, because we have three people watching live now. All right. Whoa. A segment we call right. Feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> We got feedback. Feedback. I'm super excited. We this is the very first time we get live feedback direct from YouTube. One of the three people Whoa. watching wow. have given us some feedback about what we just talked about. Burning hmm. rancid. That is the real deal right really? there. I can't wait to hear it. Who is it? Brayden DeCumin. Brayden DeCumin says, I can confirm stage clothes get very smelly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet. Because Brayden's smelly. <laughs> yeah, when you work that hard on stage, yeah. goddamn right you get smelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, there is something grosser about men than women, though, because you've seen underneath, like, your mattress, like your mattress pad or whatever. Oh, yeah. And if you sleep with a woman, her side looks like no one slept on it, and then your side looks gross. Yeah. Yours, right? Oh, yeah, 100%. It's not just me. It's every single man, right? Their side of the bed is disgusting. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, yellow. Looks like you pissed it. (laughs) But you didn't. It's just the oozes out of your manly body. Yeah. It's so true, though. Those little, like, pads that are underneath your sheets on top of the mattress. Yeah, yeah. It's always the guy's side is like... It's gross. Did I piss myself? <laughs> no. This is what comes out of your pores just when you sleep. It's like gross It's like some sort of mustard. It's just musk. Oh. Yeah, that's a bit about musk. musk. It's booze. <laughs> it's oh, just man. booze? Bo- mostly booze. Well, then why isn't your your wife and my wife's side just as yellow as ours? Oh, yeah, true. There you go. Yeah, it's not booze. It's anymore. booze through a, like a man. <laughs> Like through a gross man. That's a different filter. Yeah, it's like a goat. If you have a male goat, he really stinks, right? You ever have goat's cheese and it's got that kind of like goatiness to it? You can kind of smell it? Yep. Well, if you ever, if you ever like come across a male goat, like a billy goat, that fucker, if he smells like that times a zillion, right? How many times have you come across a male goat? Oh, many times. (laughs) Hey, Dave, you might not know this about me, but I was the uh, goat expert. In uh, Norfolk County and surrounding area. Really? Wow. For dairy milks, dairy dairy goats. Yeah, I know everything about it. Dairy Ask me goats. a question about dairy goats. Yeah, uh, men have to. How many teats do they have? Four. The ruminant. What's the average uh, <laughs> amount of uh, milk you can get per milking? Oh, fuck off. That's hard. That's a long time ago. <laughs> I don't remember that. But, you know, the male goats, what they do is they'd have to, like, cauterize a gland in their forehead because they stink so bad. Yeah. Because of the because of the pheromones that were coming off of them, the stink that comes off them is like their sexual stink that they mm. give off for the ladies oh. to get all horned up. Oh yeah, goat musk. Yeah, <laughs> it's their musk. Yeah, goat musk. Eh? <laughs> Eve, goat musk. Goat musk. Oh, that's a good. Goat musk. Goat it's musk. the goat musk. It's the goat musk. Goat musk. That's what we have, and men have the same thing, but it makes cheese on your mattress pad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, that was my point. So, uh, feedback this week is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to go to Life from the Dutch Hall's website, go and click on our Amazon banners and then do your shopping. And then that rich guy who's like the richest guy in the world from Amazon gets less money. And Life from the Dutch Hall, who's like essentially poor, gets more money. So, you can either like help the rich or help the poor. It's up to you. If you just want to like help a rich person, then you know, you live with yourself. You look at yourself in the mirror, and you have to live with your decisions, okay? 
That's all I have to say about that. Norpak? The beef people? What? The beef people. No, you don't say it when I say what. You say it when I say Norpak. Oh, the beef people. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's all we have to say about that. And uh, Yarmy Electric, you know what? Yeah, my cousin uh, Derek had a birthday. Let's say happy birthday to Derek. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, birthday. Happy birthday Derek. Yay. Hope you had fun in Nashville, buddy. Here's my uh, gift to you, Derek, for your birthday. Uh, I'm going to tell my listeners one last time. Leave my fucking cousin alone. He's got enough business. He doesn't need yours. His crew is spread thin. The, the warm days are ending. Yeah, it's the middle of harvest. The kills are full. They're cooking. Derek has 18 children, and they're growing older each day. He misses their... He misses their youth, you know? What you need to do is figure it out yourself. I don't care what's sparking. Move. Love to me. Your life means nothing to me. My cousin Derek's life means quite a bit. Yeah. Jeremy Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Take, up, your, clean flow? take your knob and tube and fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it for sponsors this week. And... Um, I tell the sponsors that uh, we're coming for you. We need more money. So we're going to come after you for something bigger, even getting off easy, because we have bills to pay with our church. Mm. Praise the Lord. Is there anything I can drink that isn't beer in that fridge there? I'm getting a little dry. How about some blood? <laughs> this week we got lots of, uh, lots of different feedback. Thank you very much. And... Uh, People can do it uh, on uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that crap. And uh, this week, this week is no exception. We got lots of it. And uh, some of it, Tracy, uh, Tracy Vollmer, as uh, you'll remember, last week, we had uh, given her, she gave some feedback saying that, I was, saying that it was hilarious from the Pete Has Cancer Buys Church episode, right? And then we spun it into... Uh, that uh, she thought cancer was hilarious, <laughs> right? And then uh, she sent us this piece of feedback. Wait, oh, oh, I gotta find it here. Uh, oh, I'm a dummy. How do I do it? Uh, she said feedback on feedback. Wow, that's a good one. Uh, she says, uh, I wasn't saying cancer was hilarious. I was saying the fact that you would get another disease to get the money was hilarious, oh. is what she wanted to say. Oh, so yeah. I apologized to her. Lupus, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I said I lup- can lupus. I, yeah, 10 grand, I'll get lupus. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what? <funny. laughs> Ten, I would do that. How much would, her, uh, how much would you get uh, charters for uh, Lyme's disease? Oh, I, I don't know. What'd you take? For Lyme disease. That can be real bad. You can have chronic Lyme disease and be in real trouble. Yeah, no. What'd you want? What do you think is a proper compensation <laughs> for your troubles? 75. <laughs> Dollars? 1,000. <laughs> 75,000 for Dave's, uh, uh, what do you got now? Lyme, Lyme, Lyme disease? Lyme disease. What about, uh, what about just a, like a, a twitch? He's got a nervous I twitch. A, I already have twitches. You don't get nothing for that, right? Zero. <laughs> Just annoyed. That's all you get. <laughs> okay, so sorry. This is... Um, it's really I suck at this, man. Okay, we got it. <laughs> I'm just gonna go right to. We got some. Uh, <laughs> we got Lori. Lori Ball last week. She sent in a piece of feedback from. She says. Uh, the uh, Pete Has Cancer Buys Church episode was super fun. Makes me want to come into the hall more often. I will bartend for you anytime. Oh, good bartender. Paul. Yeah, she was very good. As for the church, I am so excited about the possibilities and hope that there will be a job for me there someday. 
Yeah, there will be a job for me there someday. Uh, heart thing. Lori, there will be a job for you. It will pay terribly. So that's the only thing that's bad about that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> what? Oh, the other one is on uh, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. We had uh, Shauna Boone. Shauna Boone has been quite chatty on social media with us, which we've really appreciated. That's great. Because it lets us know that you're listening and uh, enjoy what we're doing. She sent us a message, which I thought was just terrific. She says, um, oh, my God. There we go. Hi, Pete. Last week, I told my 85-year-old Dutch father, John Boone, your story on the way to a family gathering. Oh, he's from Holland. Yeah, from Holland. Oh, Holland. On the way home, we were talking about musicians, and I was saying that so many musicians let what one person says keep them from pursuing what they love and that they should just make music for themselves and not worry about these people's opinions. They need to just do what they do. Dad agreed and said, yes, like a Van Dyke. Oh, yes, Van Dyke. <laughs> Had to share, too awesome not to. Happy face. And I thanked her, and she said... Uh, he said he meant it as a great compliment, referring specifically to the fact that you don't change your material to suit your audience. If they don't like it, it's their problem. I'll have to get them listening. I think you'd love your show. Have a great weekend, Shauna Boone. You know what? what? Shauna, you know who you are. You're the listener of the week. You're the listener of the week. It's your week, Shauna. Thanks to John for playing the organ. For us all oh yeah, years. he taught my wife piano. It's unbelievable. Yeah, great piano teacher. And you know what? Um, I would say that was pre that's pretty uh, that's pretty nice that you get that out of the show, eh? People think that uh, we come here and uh, perhaps uh, drink uh, a, a booze and such, and then uh, just uh, talk about uh, our dicks and things, right? <laughs> and whatnot. And whatnot. True. And some and people true. would say, uh, well, that's not anything important, right? And then other people, like Shauna Boone here. Uh, sees it as that we're uh, sticking, uh, where we have integrity, and Ooh. that we actually are doing. Uh, what is the other th nice thing she said? I don't know a lot of nice things. Like not doing whatever because we don't care what people think, right? Like yeah. just doing it because we don't want to do it, right? Isn't that nice? It's true. Nice. What we do. Yeah. You don't do. You don't. She also has the cool. voice of an angel. Oh yeah, she's singing my wedding. Oh. I hired her. I, I didn't know her from. I didn't know her at all at the time. She nailed it, didn't she? Oh my gosh. Sunrise, sunset. Mm -hmm. It wasn't dry in the house. Are you kidding me? What do we do? A little Ave Maria. What else did we get in there? I, I I still remember this. Twenty years ago, we had Ave Maria. We had a little sunrise, sunset. Canon and D. Well, but you didn't sing that one. You didn't sing that one. What else do we have? Jane, you know? I was drunk. Yeah, Paul was crying. I was crying. Yeah. Paul was crying. <laughs> the whole time he's clouded with tears. Happy. It was an emotional event, Michael. It was Happy. an emotional event. How old are you? Like ten? Yeah, actually, like your wedding. See, I, I think you were I, like fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, it was like one of the first big ones I've ever been to. It was awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. you were sneaking booze oh, for sure from sneaking the bar. Booze, that was a good having one. a having a real time, thinking this is awesome. We get, I have like <laughs> twenty nine cousins. I get to do yeah. this that many times. It's oh like, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, I remember the aunts and uncles' weddings back in those like back when I was a kid, and I'd go to like. My aunt, my aunt uh, Tia's wedding, or my aunt uh, Berna's right. wedding, or whatever, and uh, you remember it, how much fun it was, you know. And then you're like, uh, there's a break, like after Aunt Tia, like there was no it's one over. else. It's over. You had to wait for weddings, and then I was the first one of the new batch Ooh. of weddings. Boy, we let it go that <laughs> night. It was wild. We made, we paid the band to to play till two. Remember that? Yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, and uh, smoking cigarettes right in there. Oh yeah, we had cups of cigarettes right <laughs> on the table. Free cigarettes, awesome. free cigarettes for Best everyone at the wedding. <laughs> Unbelievable! The right? That was the that was the like gift on the table yeah. always. Eh? <laughs> free cigarettes. Yeah. yeah, right in a plastic cup. I put it right in a plastic cup. I was like, here you go. I bought cartons of cigarettes and just put them in plastic cups on the table. Everyone, help yourself. Smokes around. Wow. It was the best. No one. <laughs> I'm like, we're in Delhi, and everyone's like, you can't smoke inside. We're like, fuck that. You can smoke wherever you want. It's Delhi. We right. smoke in the grocery store. We can smoke at the gym. We, we can smoke at the library. We can smoke on the arena bench. We can smoke at the they have, arena. They have ashtrays 
behind the benches for the coaches. Yeah. <laughs> you just couldn't smoke on the um, ice surface in Delhi, <laughs> and people would still break that rule, eh? <laughs> they would still be like, fuck this, like, tobacco money built this place. <laughs> you know? Totally. <laughs> 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 There's some defenseman, you know, like skating backwards with a butt in his ass. <laughs> That's true, eh? Oh, it's so true. Delhi. Uh, Delhi's really, I'm really impressed, though, since we moved to Delhi. Anyways, uh, that's, we only have one more person to um, talk to. That's our good friend. She's at the Second Mouse in Delhi. It's Friday morning. She's doing her cheese. She's listening to us. She's our good friend, the cheese lady. Let's check on her. And every week we get some feedback from our good friend <laughs> Teresa from the Second Mouse in Delhi. And this week she comments on uh, Podbean. She says, Ha 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 ha. Four ha's. Oh, there's no emoji for that. I That's guarantee four. you. No, too many ha's. <laughs> I don't believe your parents have potty mouths, but thanks for trying to make me feel better. LOL. Hey, now that I think of it, my mom swears like a sailor, so maybe. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, Teresa, number one, I'm a little insulted because uh, I do not lie. I tell the truth on this program. My mother's mouth is filthy rotten. She, I have heard some of the most uh, disgusting uh, terminology and swear words come out of that. Sweet woman's mouth. <laughs> She's told me to blow her before. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Yeah, like blow me. <laughs> Mom, how does that work? That's it impossible. I don't. I, I even if it did work, I still wouldn't do it. Mom, that's what you really have to. No matter what. Blow me. Yeah. You know when we, you know when you were growing up. You know when you were growing up and you'd say like, uh, "Hey, mom, what's for supper?" Blow me, Paul. Shit with sugar on it. Shit with sugar on it. Want to lick? That's what my mom would always say. Is that, that what it was? Yeah. She'd say shit with sugar on it. Want to lick? Every time you ask. Every time you wanted to ever ask what was for supper, she'd say that to you. So we're like, I don't think I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going to skip it. <laughs> no shit with sugar on it for me tonight, Mom. Little things like that. One time, uh, I remember I was just dating. This is a great. I love this story. I don't know if my mom's going to love me telling it, but when, uh, when uh, I was just dating my wife, Jane, at the time, so... Uh, we're like in high school, right? And my mom's supply teaching in grade school. And uh, Jane's dad is the principal of this grade school who's hired my mom to supply teach, right? And then, uh, uh, anyways, uh, some little prick at the school um, complained about my mom teaching or whatever. They didn't like my mom's language like the cut of her at, the ca- at the Catholic school. And uh, my mom called the one kid a smartass or something like that, you know? It wasn't really that. It was not like she called him a cunt or anything like that. It was just like smart ass or something like that she had called him. Anyways, uh, he drew the ire of uh, the parents or whatever, and then uh, the principal, who's Jane's dad, has got to call my mom and tell her that uh, she's uh, in trouble, right? Like, Clean it up. Yeah, that uh, she, he, like he can't have her back because of this complaint or whatever or whatever. You know, he's, she's getting in trouble. So I remember her going like, fuck Andy. Like, Jesus Christ, I don't even remember what I fucking said. Like, she's, like, <laughs> cursing like crazy on the... To the principal. To the guy who's getting in trouble for cursing, right? But she knows him or whatever, right, you know? Like, right. But uh, she's still, like... And this is, like, my girlfriend's dad, too. Like, I'm just trying... I don't know him at all. Like, I'm just... I'm trying to, like, get in his daughter's pants, you know? So, like... Um, Mom's ruining the vibe. Yeah, I'm like, Mom, you know, take it easy. I don't want you, like, telling Andy to go fuck himself, you know? <laughs> Andy's just doing his job. <laughs> Yeah, she took it out on them pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, no, Teresa, they are foul-mouthed uh, parents, but I love them dearly. So uh, oh. no offense taken. And I'm glad your mom's a dirty, dirty-mouthed person, too. I think we need to stick together and start some sort of church. 
<laughs> um, that's it for feedback this week. If you'd like to, go to livefromthedutchhall.com. Uh, go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. We're Dutch Hall on that. And uh, you can get a hold of us. If you can't, you're really not trying that hard. And uh, that's it. So, guys, we have uh, we've insulted Dave. We haven't got to Shazma yet. Uh, <laughs> Let's insult Dave again. Yeah, we do. So we want to talk about what's going on in the world. I've quit carbohydrates. Oh. It fucking sucks. You know what's in car? You know what carbohydrates are in? Everything. 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 Every single thing. Everything. You tried quitting, right, Paul? Yeah, yeah for a day. <laughs> One day, Paul quit carbohydrates. One from. day. Well, Went I didn't into, even make it. Didn't even make it a day. <laughs> What about pretzels? Can you have pretzels? No, oh, you can't yeah. have pretzels. <laughs> Carbs are all fruit over and bread. vegetables. That's Name it. a snack food I can have. Nothing. I can't. A carrot. A carrot. <laughs> a carrot. I make myself meat for like a snack now. Like I like to just like fry up a hamburger patty. Oh, meat's good. And eat it. Yeah, that's what I have to eat. I eat, I eat bacon. Like afterwards, we have this thing that's a. We have this thing. It's like a beautiful Hungarian tradition called Szalonisítés. Szalonisítés. Still, I've never had one, and I'm fucking pissed about it. I would love to invite you and Kelly over for a Szalonisítés. We actually have bacon in the fridge. Uh, I've the, never done it. Can you please come over one time for a Szalonisítés? Please, after harvest. Okay, after harvest. But you have to make it like right after harvest. Set a date. Okay. Can you still be stripping? Sure. I only live down the road. <laughs> Yeah, whenever you, what time you get done an average day of stripping? A good day when it kills clean. Four. I come over for a solid initiation uh, after four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, fire would be just perfect. Yeah, it's maybe nice. five o'clock. Oh, yeah. oh, we can do this. It's it's easily done. It's always nice in the fall. In the fall, yeah, it'd be nice. Yeah. Nice solid initiation. Yeah. Anyways, I'd love to have a Dutch Hall solid initiation. Maybe there we should go. do that. There you go. There you With go. all the Sounds crew. Now you're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah. Anyways, what? We can't the, have the bread though, Pete. No, I can't have fucking anything. Is my point. The whole point of salonishitesh is it's called salona is bacon, and shitesh is fry in Hungarian, right? Mm. So, anyways, they take a bacon. It's like not not like a, a strip of bacon, but like a slab, like a big, the whole oh, yeah. with the pig skin, stomach skin or whatever with the rind on it, you know? Right. And then uh, and then you you cut it into like little like uh, rectangles. And then you score it one way and then the other way, so that it's like diced, you know, kind of, but hanging on the skin still. And you put a little, you put your skewer through the skin, and then you hang it over the fire until mm. it's nice and dripping fat, you know. And you take that fat dripping and you put it on a piece of nice white bread wow. with onions and peppers and tomatoes and mm. you know. I like to put a little hot uh, salt and pepper or maybe some red hot or something. And then you cut the bacon off. And then you just like roll it up in the greasy bread that's oh, yeah. soaked with the grease of the bacon. bacon, and you eat it all. It's so good. If you're not fucking hungry after that. Yeah, oh. but I can't eat it now. I can only no bread. What are you gonna do? Just burn your hand? Lettuce. Use lettuce. <laughs> I need to. Yeah, I need to use lettuce. But you know what I did? I just took all the ingredients in the house and I put it into a frying pan and I just put like an egg in it to bind it all together and some mm. cheese. Mm. And I just ate a plate of fucking greasy, Mm-mm. like, bacon. I, that doesn't sound so bad. Oh, it was so good. It is so good. Though I think what happens is you... I only uh, quit eating carbs so I wouldn't feed tumors or whatever, but I think it's like that. A lot of people do the keto or keto. something. Oh, yeah. Keto? You go into ketosis. What's that mean? Uh, your body just changes the way that it, that it like... Yeah, it, it used eats to calories or whatever. It, yeah, it, it used to burn of, burn carbs and then it burns it burns like fat instead. So then you can eat like as much fat as you want. So you can eat bacon and like drink the bacon juice or the grease. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's good. Okay. You know, that's what I loved about England when I went to England is that they can they said put uh they took bre- they could only cook breakfast good and uh breakfast was like they took your toast They'd fry up like uh, the bacon, and then they would uh, take the toast and they'd fry it right in the bacon grease. That's what I do. Yeah, that's good. It's a great move. Grew up on that. Did you do that too? Yeah, I grew up on that. Actually, yeah, your brother's the one that got me doing it. He used to come over and fry all the bread and the bacon grease. My my grandfather's British, and so that would be... 
cook your bacon, eggs, and then toss your toast in, same pan. Yeah. Everything yeah. was in the pan after the bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the best breakfast. You don't let that b- grease go to waste, you know? No, that's right. No. I know Any do grease left over, you put it in a little special uh, glass cup or something, put it in the yeah. fridge. Yeah, use that for lubing up like, yeah. grandma's bump hole and such. <laughs> whatever you need. Whatever you need, whatever you need it for. I don't know. It was probably something else cooking related. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 sorry, Kev. Uh, so, hey, you know what? Uh, Rob Ford. You know Rob Ford? <laughs> you know, I was, uh, uh, people don't like him a lot. Is that the premier? The premier Rob of our Ford. province. Or is it Doug Ford? Oh, Doug Ford. Yeah, Rob Ford. Okay, who's our premier? Doug? Doug. Dougie. Dougie. Doug Ford. Douglas. Doug Ford. Uh, he's our premier. Apparently. He's the non-dead one. <coughs> and people don't like him, right? Or like they do? Or what? what's the deal? Some people don't. The think, liberals yeah. don't. Depends who you are. I think most people don't. He's bringing back a buck of beer. <laughs> is that his yeah, thing? Yeah, but <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I think he's got right, though, is uh, weed. I think he got uh, weed right. Because... Because he's, because the liberals were gonna give it to the corporations and their buddies and stuff like that, and then he's actually just letting the people that are already doing it do it, right? Yeah, I, I think so. It's still up in the air. I think. I thought they announced it that um, they're gonna do it online until like um, April first, and then on April first they're gonna do it um, where the regular retailers can can go. Yeah, and all these private. Private citizens, right? Yeah, all these private companies. Yeah, but no, the the other people weren't going to allow private people to make the money. Right. So they they keep the money, like the the people that were currently making money from it, the people that were set up to to make the money were people that didn't usually have the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, that 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 it didn't uh, sit well with the liberals. It didn't sit well with the liberals, and and somehow out of this, the conservatives are the voice of reason that to let actual just entrepreneurial like unregulated like like regular people make the money you know what yeah. i mean that's just weird because they used to be the ones that would prevent that right, right. And you'd think it would be like the party of the people would be the more liberal one right you would think but in this case i think it's all mumbo jumbo now it's like wh- wh- whatever you get like some things are good and some things are bad and then they only co- cover one half of the story because like some guys will be like well he's uh, evil in all these ways or whatever, but you're looking at all the th- bad things he cancels, but maybe it was wasteful to begin with, you know? Like, uh, the whole story's never told, eh? Yeah. He cleaned out a lot of politicians and stuff. Even in Toronto City Council, I don't know how he has power to do that, but he, there was a lot of people fired, you know? Lost their jobs because it was fat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, he made some... Yeah, <coughs> that, that, to and that's going to make that's gonna make a lot of people criticize him, right? Especially those that lost their jobs, right? Yeah, exactly. So like uh, it's gonna be, so that I don't know. It's hard to figure out. But then he's making some sort of a news network or some sort of his own media yeah. conglomerate just to preach his stuff. Like Fox News has, like the he wants his own like Fox News type of thing to just like give his side of the story. Yeah, that's shit, man. That's when the things would break down. Well, he doesn't have to answer questions, right? If you don't bring the media in and let them ask questions, then you can just make up your own stuff and feed it to the people. Yeah, yeah. And then every time somebody criticizes you, say they're the they're the uh, ones telling the lies or whatever, and then both are discredited at the, as a result. And that's what's happened in the states. They're, neither one of them are any good, right? Like both sides, you can't watch the news and have a, something that's unbiased no. anymore. You always have a a political slant on it. I don't even know what's news anymore. Like seriously, what's news? What should be news? Like if you wake up and something happens in the world, what should you know about? What's really news that you need to know about? Like something bad's happening? The, like the glaciers and all the ice caps melting and they're releasing so much fucking carbon monoxide into the air. And it's literally, there's like all these scientists who are... Oh, Fukushima even? Not even Still that. Not even though. that. This, beyond that, all this stuff that's like in the Arctic that's melting. See, and it's releasing all, all of this shit that has been sealed away for hundreds of thousands of years. And w- there's no way we h- can combat it. Even if every single continent and country and every single place on the planet was to go green tomorrow, 
there's no way that it would reverse the damages that have been done. And this is coming from scientists of, you know, 50 years plus experience yeah, I all over governments all over the world. Dude, that's bad news. I just want to know the weather. <laughs> the weather? Yeah, yeah. why does it have to be so depressing? That's, a, that's what I was going to say, too. Why is it all just sad? All yeah, weather. you need some happy news. Yeah. Okay, what about, what about like, um, like if, um, if like a, a lady drives her car into like a donut shop window. Is that news? No. No. Well, local news, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, it's none of your business even locally, right? Well, if you go there for donuts, you need, I to, guess. You need to know you can't go there today. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch it. There's a bunch of donuts. Like a Or you go there quick and get some free, free donuts. donuts. Oh, yeah. yeah, window's all smashed up. Old lady's bleeding on the ground. Just on the back, just pick up some day olds. Pick, pick the, the glass out, and you're good. <laughs> oh, they're not going to keep these. <laughs> Blood on them. Good Boston just treat. a sprinkle. <laughs> um. Oh shit! What was that about? <laughs> Doug Ford. Oh yeah, Doug Ford. You know what? You know what I think about Rob Ford? Rob Ford was like the Paul of the Ford family, and then I, and I'm the and I and uh, Doug Ford's the Pete. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. They both fucked up. <laughs> yeah, neither one is good. <laughs> neither one is good. But um, the one was way worse. I tell you, when I went to St. John's, <laughs> I went to a dispensary. And that's why I think Doug Ford's got it right. It made everything way better. I got what I needed. I wasn't in some dark alley with... Yeah, it's the best. I felt safe. I got my stuff. I did my thing. I carried on with my day. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. You know what the thing is, too? Um, in that system where the dispensaries are, the people that work in those dispensaries are very knowledgeable. They're very passionate about what they do, and they feel strongly about it being a good thing. And they're, they're really educated in what they're selling for the most part. Like, every yeah. dis- most dispensaries I go to, the people know what they're selling, you know? And they're able to help you out if you don't know what to get. And... Uh, and I've gone to um, Colorado and California and uh, uh, Nevada and like a d- bunch of different dispensaries in different places. And the quality of service is crazy good. And it's all individual um, people, like individual corps. It's not like these big multi, like these big corporations, like publicly traded corps that are like running these big operations. They're like little shops. Right. And, and, they've, and, they've and those people are more apt to share the money with their employees and give their customers a break than the big corps are, you know? Yeah, and they've done all that education themselves because they're a hobbyist and they love this stuff and they've learned it all themselves rather than if you just give it to some lady that works at the liquor store. Yeah. She she just has her minimum wage job and she just wants to get her job done. Yeah, yeah, and then she she just wants to... She's not a hobbyist about booze, some lady at the liquor store. She's just working a job. No, but if you do find one that really loves booze at the liquor store, it is actually a real treat. Yeah. Hey, have you ever found met, met oh, a person yeah. at the liquor yeah. store that shows oh, a passion for I've booze? Met a couple. It's the best. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, we got this new stuff, and like this here is really good," and like they love booze. And next thing you know, you're drinking all different kind of booze now because they recommended this, and you tried something different. Yeah, yeah, it's just that passion, and when people take an interest in something, anything, you know, it's more interesting to talk to somebody who like loves it. Loves it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like that anywhere. Yeah. yeah. But if the government just gave jobs to random old ladies that thought they just wanted a job in pot, they're not going to know what they're talking about. No, they're just doing it because they have to or because it's something to pay the bills, you know? And it's and, and they're going to get treated like shit, too, because the only people that make money will be the shareholders or whatever company they get, and those are not the people that... So it's like another example where there would be these people that could be helped, that could be brought into a different level, that are now prevented from doing so because of you know, there's government preventing the people from improving their life, you know. Right. Where in this case, the conservatives are actually letting the people actually make the make their own living, which is a rare thing to see. So I'm happy that's happened. Yeah. And they might get rid of a minimum wage increase. Well, so like I was as a as a farmer, work. I've kind of leaned toward that way. I mean, I don't agree with everything it does, but when I look at the factors that affect me day to day, it's it's a lot in the, you know, working man, everyday working man's favor. Yeah. That minimum wage thing, like right now we're in the heat of things with our offshore help and everything, it kills you. 
I'm telling you, kills man. you the, for like owner operators. It's it's tough to. And and it's not even it's not even minimum wage. It's not even the people making minimum wage. It's the people that were making like, uh, like five six bucks above minimum wage. Exactly, because you gotta. And now they're all of a sudden like what, like uh, I don't want to be making a buck above minimum right. wage now because they raised it by like three bucks or That's whatever. Right. Why don't I go up that much? Yeah, yeah, and then and then you're like, well, Jesus, you gotta uh, uh, you gotta rate give everyone a raise, That's... you know. And then you're like, it's coming right out of the bottom line, like there's it it, right right away, you know, it kills you. you know? It kills your bottom line. That's if you had more time, or if you had more of an adjustment, but the thing is, there needs to be uh, minimum wage jobs for minimum wage employees, you know. And minimum wage employees should be like uh, like uh, high school kids right. and uh, the uh, mentally challenged, you know, the. Uh, um, people with uh maybe just out of prison you know like, like beginner level employees yeah. beginner level employees beginner level. are minimum wage you know right. you shouldn't be having all jobs minimum wage you know and then everyone's got to make a living off of it. it's like no no those are jobs you do when you're young and you're just doing a temporary job and then you move on to a real job that right. doesn't pay minimum wage right. but now they're just making every job minimum wage and they're saying it has to be it's becoming more socialist be mm. to me. It's like you're just like making everyone the same, right? It's like even if you're a, a skilled laborer, you still make just a bit of better than minimum a wage. Bit more, yeah. Yeah. You this know? guy who doesn't know anything is is making, making almost as much as almost you are. as much as me, who dedicated all this time to learning a actual skill, right. and now I'm getting a buck more than dipshit McGee there, like yeah. pushing a broom. Yeah. You know, he, he can't tie his shoes. Well, who's gonna come work for me for fifteen bucks when you can go to No Frills and stock the shelves for? Mm -hmm. Yeah, fifteen Inside bucks. Inside working a cooler. I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the grocery store. Right. Right. Down. right. I'm working like a dog. Yeah, they set it up so that nobody wants to work for you. It's tough. It's tough, but it, it seems like they're trying to lean the right way towards, or at least put a put an end to the. Uh, the increase, at least, so we'll see what happens. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I think it'll it'll, it'll stop. Hopefully, at least stop it. Yeah, because that was a pretty big jump. Yeah, it sucked, man. It really did suck. Yeah. What about you, Dave? You're on the other side of it. You're an employee. So, you, did you get a raise because of the minimum wage <laughs> jumping up? No. No, it didn't no. affect you. No. Not in the thin air. No. <laughs> Where you are? Did you buy that gold somewhere in your travels? <laughs> gold. Did you? I don't even know where I got this. How, do you wear? Uh, you always wear a gold chain. <laughs> a gift. Yeah, I wear it all the time. My wife bought it for me. Yeah. Yeah. You like wearing jewelry? Years ago. No, just the necklace. How much? Actually, product if I take do you it off your hair. Just <laughs> <laughs> sweat. There's a lot yeah. of product in that. <laughs> this jacket's hot, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can jacket. you smell them, Steve, from there? I cannot. Starting you can't smell them. Come a little closer. No. Did you w just? How's your? Why is your hair so wet? <laughs> <laughs> it's sweat. Come and feel it. No, uh, is that really sweat? Though? Working hard over here, man. These lights are fucking hot. Uh, August. <laughs> You're so, he's so gross. Did you see what he did last? Did you see what he did last week, Mike? Were you here? No, I wasn't here. I didn't see. He brought a 425 bar. Oh, I heard it. Yeah, I listened yeah. back. So what, what it was he went on his travels. He bought a four to O Henry four twenty five bar for after you're baked, right? Yeah. So, but he didn't get us baked. He just brought us the <laughs> four the chocolate, the chocolate right. bar, and he did, he just brought one small chocolate bar to split with all of us. Oh, we, I imagined it to be like humongous. It was no, it was small. like a little tiny <laughs> chocolate bar. We all got a little piece like Still this. Just an old Henry. I thought it was like he's a fucking rich, man. He's fucking rich. He 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 makes so much money. He's 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 like a ridiculously rich. He bought one chocolate bar yeah, to share it with everyone. He couldn't buy us all a chocolate that's, bar. That's I bought what? it at the actual Hershey store. You're mark. You know they're marking those things up in there. <laughs> it's not like ninety nine cents down at the food it's land. One dollar. He's ri so rich. He doesn't even buck eighty nine plus tax. <laughs> You're the cheapest motherfucker. You're, you're so Scrooge McDuck. You know that? You're going to be like just floating in a pile of money someday. <laughs> diving into like his Diving vault. into his vault is what a charter is going to do. If you want to rob somebody, rob charters. Can I give your address out on an air? Let's not. <laughs> next show. Next show? The different show or this next, pro next uh, program? Either way. Okay. Um, let me see how much time we got here. Oh, yes. 
There we go. Um, that's it, people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much it. We have a lot of stuff going up. To the thing we wanted to celebrate today, we'll do the one announcement before we leave. Um, you want a drum roll, Michael? Can you do a drum roll? I don't know. <laughs> I waive the last condition on the church in Delhi. The church will be ours on what? September, September 4th. We will take possession of uh, a church in Delhi, Ontario, and the basement of that church shall be christened the New Dutch Hall. Oh, you heard it here first, people. And the the entire facility shall be known as Spiky Ball Studios. Spiky Ball Hey-o. Studios. Spiky Ball Studios. <laughs> so look for Spiky Ball Studios. We'll be asking you to follow and w- follow us and follow our story on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and fucking everything that you have to do nowadays to make people notice you. <laughs> We're going to do it. And uh, so look out for Spiky Ball Productions. We will be uh, coming your way from the church in Delhi. So um, until next week, tell a friend. Uh, be nice to us. Share an episode. Like something or, you know, just just be a supporter of life in the Dutch Hall. But until next right week, on. we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Chaz? Uh, I forgot, actually. I could plug some dates. Yes, and uh, before we do this, I didn't want to do see you, NT, yet because uh, <laughs> I have to plug uh, Swazis. Oh, yeah. Swazis with the Nocturnal Emissions and Woo. the rub uh, the pub tour. We'll be at Swazi's in Waterford on Old Highway 24. When's the date, Pete? That is August the 31st. We'll be starting uh, showtime at 8.30, so come on down to Swazi's for a night of music and comedy. Friday night. It's going to be great. It's going to be off the hook. Fun time. It's going to be a fun time, and we got a great lineup. Uh, So come down and see the Nocturnal Emissions. Come see Jason Allen, uh, Doug Koning. Myself, and you might even be able to twist Shazma's arm to go up there and tell you a joke or two. Oh, I'll string a yarn or two. <laughs> <laughs> Shaz, you got any more dates coming up? Uh, this is coming out on Thursday? Uh, yes. Cool. Uh, Saturday night, I'll be in Brantford at Sociable. Oh, uh, nice. The bar there with uh, my old friends uh, Jordan Shear and Mace Galoni headlining. That'll oh, awesome. That'll be a fun little jam. Cool. And then on the 26th, I'm uh, headlining in Guelph at the Jimmy Jazz. So oh. I'm out to Guelph. And, uh, I'm gonna Great do, room. Yeah, I'm going to do a bunch of time and we'll have some fun. Great room at Jimmy Jazz if you're in the Guelph area. That's a good comedy show. Go go support that room. Anyways, uh, until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Two people have stayed to the end. Who are you and why don't you type in there?
Thank mm-hmm. you.